this Friday, August 19th from 5 to 7. We got your plans already set. You guys ready for them? I'm ready. Get out out your calendar. Write this down. Okay. The Prince William County Fair. We got wine tastings from Mattapony Winery. Sarah and I are doing a kissing booth with a special friend. Live stingrays. No Joe Circus. The Jurassic Kingdom. Mechanical bull rides. And, of course, 80 commercial vendors. The largest county fair in the state of Virginia. You need to come check it out and come hang out with us Friday from 5 to 7. All the details, pwcfair.com and Prince William County Fair on Facebook. How are you feeling today, huh? Good, really spunky and That's, good. I like your dress, by the way. Thanks. It's like, a, it's it's literally, it's a sweatsuit meets a dress. <laughs> it completely is. It's this weird fabric. No, it, it's, it's a, it is like a sweatsuit. Yeah, you're They're right. like those pants, like sweatpants. Sweatpants? It, it looks like gray sweatpants, only they somehow just cut the legs, sewed them together in the middle. Like, it literally looks like they were sewed together, and they just like, I said, all right, put your arms through it. Oh my god, now I'm going to have to post a picture. Oh my um, god, that's a fantastic outfit. So you think it's a sweatsuit meets a dress. That's what you want me to like, what you're I feel it? like that is probably as comfortable as wearing sweatpants are. It is super comfortable, although I have my Spanx on today, mm. and they're so uncomfortable. They really squeeze all your your meat, if you will, all your candy coating. Like, the, the thing with Spanx is what people don't realize is you think, oh, awesome, they're going to suck in my, uh-huh, my uh-huh. trouble spots, right? They really don't. What they do is, much like a sausage they like push the casing like up, you know, and you almost yeah. have, you got to like tie it off mm-hmm. if you want it. So now I have like a candy coating layer right under my. Oh, right under. Lips, okay. You know? Like, so instead of it, it sucks in this one. It's not a muffin top. It's like more like. Uh, what would be like a what would be like a double muffin top? I don't even know. It's like on top of a muffin top. It's almost like a whoopie pie. Well, this is like why a... I think we're such good friends, because the next thing I was going to say, and you look really skinny today, Sarah. Really? But now that she said it was a Spanx, I just feel like an asshole for even mentioning that. That's not fair. Oh, sorry. Already did it. This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Oh. I'll Google it for you. What's... Well, anyway, I don't care. I mean, look, as you know, on this show, diets don't work. I don't believe in them. I believe in self-body image. I hated myself when I was close to 200 pounds, and I regret that because you should love yourself no matter what you look like. And someday I will weigh a lot more. I will drive around a rascal, and I don't give a damn what anyone thinks about me. You think I look candy-coated? Tweet me. Fine. You think I look like a horse? You want to feed me a carrot? Bring them. If you think I look fat, just come to a live show and (laughs) tell it to my face. That's what everyone else does. Uh, welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Sarah Frazier. This is Sammy Kay. We podcast from D.C., the nation's capital. Uh, for those of you who have been listening to us for years, whether it was on radio or this podcast, you kind of know who we are, but we have a whole new audience. So uh, we've been in broadcasting 10 years, and the two of us said, you know what? Screw you, radio. Mm-hmm. Give it, you, just gave, you just do like the Italian, like, fuck you. <laughs> Instead of giving the middle finger, you literally just put your arm over uh, your elbow. Hey, what you want to do about hey, it? Hey, you, this is a you. Have you ever, and you just did really where you just flicked your hand under your chin? How old are you? 
How old even, are you? Those are just old throwback references. Of clearly, are you kidding me? No, I like I feel like I'm in 1972 or something like that in Italy. Or in Sweden. First of all, I can't do that anymore to radio because we're going to be back on radio very soon. So, like, in, in, a, in a capacity, in a capacity? That we'll reveal. So, I take that back. We basically, we do this to um, to people, I guess, that try and hold you us down. You are so old. I swear. <laughs> Here, you know what? I got to Actually, I was listening to this song yesterday, and I had a bet. And I bet somebody, I was listening with a mutual friend of ours, okay, Teddy Beats. And we Love bet Teddy. a solid $20, okay? Yes. We're not going to say who picked what, but one of us said... That, oh my God, I guarantee you, Sarah already loves this song. We already know you love this song. What is it? Do you know the song? I do. It's just a cover. This it's isn't ABBA. A cover. It's ABBA. Um, Fernando. Oh my God, this song is so good. Is this? <laughs> you owe me $20, Teddy Beats. You owe me $20. Is it Abba who sings this? Yeah, it's Abba. Yeah, I love this song. Fernando. Where's the... Yeah, where's the chorus? Yeah, let's get the good part. There you go. They were shining there for you and me. Oh, I love this song. Fernando. I would go to their reunion. Of course you fucking would. <laughs> of course well, you would. What you love about us is... You're going to sit there. You're going to start doing the little chin thing to everybody swiping your hand under your chin. Tell them, hey, get out of my way. You're blocking my view of Fernando. <laughs> what you'll learn about us is I'm an old soul. Sammy is four years younger than I am on this show. Sammy's a complete renaissance man. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. What? When I can't, don't even make fun of me. What now? What? Let the slow clap just finish up, Sarah. This is amazing. Well, I was going to say, you know, one of the things you'll get to know, I am an old soul. Sammy is younger. He wear, he has a habit of wearing sweaters that are V-necks way down, and you see a ton of chest hair. If you got a natural undershirt, why wear a real one? Okay. No, but hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me finish by the snow clap. Okay, though. why? Sarah, we've worked together for 11 years, and you've never once admitted that you were older than me. You oh. never once admitted that you were actually four years older than me. Remember, you were 29... My age is of 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. And then we've just been the same age as far as people are concerned for years. Which has totally backfired on me because, like, people, when they find out my true age, always go, oh, my God, I thought you were 40. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <It's a lot. laughs> okay, that's way better. Okay. That's um, way better. So anyway, that's a little about us. I am an old soul. I love old music. One of my favorite singers of all time is Carole King. And I have a novelty clutch handbag collection. And you, you also go. have a new favorite song. What is it? Just a Sarah Quiz. Just a Sarah Quiz. Just a Sarah Oh my god, that is so bad, by the way. I was trying to play it. People were like, dude, that's the worst piece of shit I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, Don't yeah, it is. say that about our listener. It's so good. John Morgan loved it, our listener. Sarah Queef is now John Morgan's favorite song. You can tweet us if you like it. You can follow us on social media. Hey Frage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E on Instagram and Twitter. Sammy's on the Sammy K, just one M. Please, and do us a favor. Call your local radio station and request that song. Just to throw them off for a bit. 
Oh, my God, that'd be so good. We have a lot to get to on the show. Can you explain to me what Flocka is? And should I ever take it? (laughs) This story in Florida has captivated me about this young kid, this 19-year-old who took Flocka, allegedly ate these people's faces off. Really? Yeah. We need to discuss. I need to know what Flocka really is. Okay? I want to get to that. Also, um, it might be a little bit disturbing, but ladies, um, this new invention that is asking for your money says that you will have, um, let's just say, very clean um, that time of the month relations. You'll have very clean sex now if you use this product. Okay. okay. It's a tampon for your hoo-ha during that time of the oh, month geez. so you can right. have relations. Okay. All right. So I want to talk about that and then also I think this will be a really, really interesting discussion but in general do you post about race on your Facebook page or social media? It's like when Black Lives Matter is happening, when something is, is happening, um, or, you're, or do you engage in your friends of other ethnicities on social media about discussions of well, race? Well, here's the thing. I uh, I will post, like, things every once in a while. Like, I've posted random, but I don't post on the regular about it. Okay. No. Do you think I do? No, not at all, actually. Do you? I don't know. Well, I try, but here, I'll tell but you But I think it's different, like... I guess I look at. I guess I'll explain to you my perspective on it when we get into it. Then, but okay. I have a way different perspective on why I don't post. I don't do it because I'm afraid of it or anything like that. It's for a different reason. Well, I was really discouraged by this, but Pew Research just came out with a study this morning. Sixty-seven percent of white social media users don't post about race. That's so boring. We got to talk about that. I want to get to all that, but uh, first, I want to do some stories that are kind of popular in the news right now. Um, did you? I was reading this yesterday. Did you read that Chris Humphreys? Okay, do you remember Chris Humphreys? Chris Humphreys. We don't usually talk a lot of Kardashians on this podcast. I'll be honest, but Chris Humphreys was married to Kim Kardashian for seventy days. NBA player, super tall. Got oh a lot my god! Of, no, he's a, he plays yeah, for the Clippers. Gotten a lot of trouble recently. Right? Uh, plays for the. Uh, did he? I thought he plays for the New York. Knicks. I don't know who he plays for. I don't either. Um, but anyhow, did you realize that he used to be a champion swimmer who swam against Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte um, and often beat them? Oh, really? Yes. He was swimming in 94 and 95 in his national age group. He was in the top 16 rankings. And Chris Humphreys, in fact, many times beat Phelps and Lochte in the 50-meter backstroke, the 100-meter freestyle, and the 50-meter freestyle. As he went to middle school, he transitioned out of swimming, then into basketball. Is okay. that amazing? Talk about, like, don't you love when you realize fun facts about people? Yeah, that but hold on. dude. But that's not really that fun. I think if maybe he was just developed more because Michael Phelps got ninth overall and Ryan Lochte isn't even listed on one of these. And then he's listed on another one. But like Michael Phelps getting ninth overall, you're out of your mind. Clearly Michael Phelps was still a child and hadn't like matured into what he became later on. There's no way. I think what they're trying, they're trying to make it sound like Chris Humphreys. If he would have continued in swimming, he would have beat them. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like Michael... How come there's not a story about Clay Rearig or Justin Smith or David Ullman? Because they probably didn't go on to have a. I mean, I even though I think Chris Humphreys is kind of like Tommy Sacco, huh? See, I would do a story on Tommy Sacco All right, because well, he beat Michael Phelps, and no one's like, oh man. But did he go on to have a great NBA career? I mean, for whatever you think of Chris Humphreys, which I I, I never let liked. Let me type Chris in Tommy Humphreys. Sacco. Let's see what's up with Tommy Sacco nowadays. <laughs> Tommy Sacco. Oh, actually, Tommy Sacco. What's he doing on LinkedIn? Does he play baseball? Plays baseball. He does? Professionally? Uh, Looks like he played for college and played in Texas or something. What? So there you go. 
Are you kidding? So like, all I just randomly looked that up. Secret? I don't know. It could just be someone named Tommy Sacco that also happens to be a professional baseball player. We got to do some research on this. I was blown away when I read that story. So there like, you go. Really? That dude? He doesn't seem like he can even find a pool. Well, let alone he, get do a backstroke. He found his way through Kim Kardashian's ass. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he can swim quite well, actually. I guess so. Um, oh, my God. Another story that's coming out of the Olympics, too. Did you see this? Like, okay, if, you know, as this show gets bigger and we're on the road with our live podcasts, if, if we had to room together, because, you know, like a lot of times with comedians and, and groups and acts, they'll mm-hmm. put you, they'll get you like a hotel room. You got to share like two queen size beds. You got to share a hotel room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that our relationship after years and years would end if I had an all night sex romp with you in the room? And we were supposed to have a, a morning show appearance. And I just was at it all night long. Do you think that would just end it for us, our relationship? Are you kidding me? If anything, it would make our relationship stronger. <laughs> First of all, the fact that it would be me over you would be hysterical. Well, because, yes, sir, I'm asexual. I'm not, trust you me. You wouldn't be, okay, you wouldn't be so pissed off. You'd be so grossed out. You'd be so mad at me. I am batting a straight up zero right now, okay? A straight up zero. How long has it been? Oh, fuck. Long time. A long time. Since that crazy girl that you pissed off. So oh, well, no, that's not that long ago. How still long? like five, four months ago, four, five months ago, six months ago. Oh, that's still really good. Yeah, but still, Sarah, and the fact it's been on and off like literally once every three months in like the past two years. I mean, it's been very intermittent, to say the least. Okay, well, and I guess. I've been striking out on every, on every dating app out there. No, I know happening. No one's, no one's no giving one's, you a match, dude. I'll get matches. Everyone's. I got three matches overall. Okay, in the past like three months. Okay. They never respond to my first message. Really? I think I'm just too sassy. Well, you know, that's the thing. I think um, whether you think you are or not, which clearly you don't feel that you are intimidating in real life, I think that people perceive you that way. Like at the live show, there are people I know who wanted to say hello to you, but you have a persona. Of don't approach me. I'm antisocial in real life. People know this. I'm an introvert. I just like I'm very extrovert in front of the microphone. I like that, and I like to be social. But in all reality, is me being social involves me going to the dance club. I'm not dancing on the floor. You're I'm having sta- a cocktail. I'm having a cocktail by the bar and watching people, and then maybe having a little conversation. Like so, women should approach you. You'd be down. I'd be down if women approached me. Look at I sent this yesterday. Some girl like I got a match with her, and it was like I'm five ten. I hope that's not an issue. And I responded back, well, I'm 5'6 in real life, but my personality's definitely 5'10, if not 5'11. <laughs> she didn't like that. And I didn't get anything back, and I thought that was fantastic. Oh my God, I think that's great too. You know, Some I have really good responses. I don't think you're too sassy, drawers. <sighs> Whatever. I think you. I, well, I do know two women that do want, you know, V Gulls, her buddy, who wants to, she wants to hook you oh, up God. with. I think you should totally do that. All and right. I said, I got an email from a woman who is also wants to know what your type is. Mm-hmm. What is your type? Do you want to say it, by the way? My What's type? Your type? What's your type of woman? Because I, after the live show, I, I have received emails and inquiries about everyone knows you're single. Uh-huh. Some women want to date you. They want to know. What's my type? Yeah, what Alive. is it? Alive. That's it. That's the only requirement. No, I mean, yes. But here's the thing. I'm also getting to the point that I realize, I guess I'm starting to date too logically now. That's my problem. The reason I could always find a girlfriend beforehand was because I'd be like, I like you. You like me. You have fun. I have fun. Sweet. This works. You know what I mean? 
that was my only criteria beforehand. That was okay. it. Because I just was looking for like a fun time, good time. That's it. But now as I'm getting older, I realize and I see my family and I see everything. I was like, dude, wait, what am I going to do? Like, I can't just get with some, like, you know, non, like I needed, like, like I look at it and I go, am I going to just date some like American girl? raise American kids, and then all of a sudden they can never speak to their aunts, they can never speak to their uncles, they don't even have a relationship with their cousins, because they don't speak the language. Oh, so you feel like, okay, so, so you like, feel to like me, you need like, somebody I that need, can speak. Not even that they have to speak, like, Arabic, per se, but that they have to have the cultural background that they speak multiple languages, that they understand, like, it is important, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, so, like, if I dated someone that was Spanish, you know, that was, or Hispanic, or, you know, whatever, and they spoke Spanish, Right. That would be... I would actually learn Spanish knowing, okay, it's probably important. If their family spoke Spanish, you know, the kids need to speak Spanish. Well, my kids are at least going to speak French. So at least they can, you know, they might not have to speak Arabic, but at least French. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, okay, but that's so like, you But somebody- it's like something like that that I go into these and I look so... And I look into it logically and I go, oh, look at this girl. I go, oh, so what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm the this. I do this. Fantastic. Everything's fun. I'm having a good time. And then I get stuck on these hangups about, well, I've never been out of the country. Or, uh, I really, you know, I'm really close to my family and I live right next to them and I never want to leave. Um, and, like, to me, like, that's the whole point. Like, I want to travel the world. I want to be able to explore because my family lives everywhere. You okay. know what I mean? So I don't want to be stuck in this little area. I okay. love this as my home base. All and right. I love coming back home here. But I want to be able to, when vacation hits, I don't want to have to be stuck going to the Bahamas or to, you know, so she's or to be the Bay. Worldly. She's like, be that's it. Well. You know, so I'm kind of looking for this thing. And I think because of that. And a job. J-O-P. I don't even care about the job, honestly. If you're worldly, you can have no job at this point. You could be in school. I don't care what the hell you're doing. Like, But if you are worldly and you speak more than one language, I'm like, all right, there you go. And it's and it's really petty, and that's why I don't like to bring it up. Because my friend's are like, dude, that's some douchebag shit right there. Why? I don't think because that is. Because it's something People that's like I'm unrealistically reports. putting stuff out there that's really it's it's a bad, you know. And it's nothing that you should say, they say. But that's really kind of it. So I meet someone. I'll go on a date. Take them out for drinks. We'll have a good conversation. But really, my hang-up is usually the fact that, you know... Really? She's like, not, I dealt with okay. shit from one girl just because she was worldly. Okay, like what? I'll sit on their face and send messages oh. to other guys. I gave her a second chance just because of how worldly she was. You know what I mean? Oh, that was a bad story. Like, yeah, and she Sammy spoke... Was this yeah, girl and, and like, yeah. that's... And I was like, see, that to me is actually more important than you being a horrible person. Wow. Yeah, don't which tell is bad. short. Yeah. yeah, which is bad. So, that's right, why ladies. I'm, there's there you go. Point. This is why I'll be single for the next two and a half years. I don't think you're asking for a lot. I think that's like reasonable. You know, worldly. That's it. Worldly. I can I can get around. I can get into a foreign. I can go to a foreign country and I can understand and get myself around. I may not understand the language, but I can figure stuff out. I understand stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Like That's what I mean by being worldly. Is being able to survive. Sarah, I unfortunately, it. I don't think you could survive on a trip with me. Well, I know I agree. I, I used to think that I would be down, but I'm I'm not. Like I'm not food adventurous anymore. I'm food expensive. Like I like yeah. to go to you go to uh, nice places that have already been established. People have already said, "Hey, this is going to be a great experience, and yeah. you will like it." You and like that? And then I want to be like somewhat adventurous, but not too off the beaten path when it comes to food. So I know that you would take me on adventures in Thailand and such that that most people would want to go on. But it for me, I know. Yeah, I no, like we're that. gonna sleep in a in a room and someone's 
house with no air conditioning, okay. get on a bus the next day, end up in a tea plantation, drink fresh tea, oh, go get some good. drinks, and then from there end up on another bus and end up in another major city and just be like, whoa, what the hell just happened in the See, last 24 hours? and I think that sounds awesome, except That's for what, what I do. you fail to tell the story is the bus breaks down four or five times by the time we get there. And it's cool, though, because there's a bunch of cool tourists. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it broke down in front of a strawberry farm last time, so I got to sit there. I picked some fresh strawberries, made some smoothies. I ate some durian. You ever had durian before? No. It is literally the sweetest, tastiest fart you've ever had in your life. Oh. Like, it is delicious, but it smells like a rotting corpse. Gross. So. Well, follow him. There you go. There you go, ladies. Um, Enjoy. That was a nice little... Good. I'm glad. Good. Well, this brought it uh, brought to my attention, and I wanted to talk about this story because a partnership now has ended of a promising pair of Brazilian synchronized divers <gasps> at the Olympics. According to reports, the 20-year-old Ingrid Oliveria and her 17-year-old partner, oh, Giovanna uh, Pedrosa, ended uh-huh. their diving friendship after Oliveira booted the teen out of her room because of an all-night sex romp. Which one was Quote, the 17-year-old? Marathon sex. I think she's the one that was having all-night sex with a Brazilian canoeist named Pedro Concalves. Okay. After okay. an apparent sleepless night for both divers, albeit for very different reasons, the two finished in last place in the women's 10th meter synchronized platform dive, a performance described as, quote, pathetic by local outlets. Blame it on Rio. They say that 450,000 condoms have been allocated for athletes by the Olympic athletes, which is more than three times what they gave out in 2012 at the London Olympics. That's amazing. Would you end your partnership synchronized swimming? You've been doing it for years. No, because I know that I would have you in the I'd have you in the palm of my hand for the rest of our career. Oh, you would hold that. I would hold it again. I would sit there at one point and I would just sit there and film a little video of me in the background doing this, doing that. Oh, you'd oh great, you'd film it, nice. And then I mean that's illegal, so no, I would not film it. Wink, wink. I didn't wink. What are you talking? They can't see that, Sarah. Oh, did you just do the hand <laughs> thing again to me? You just gave me the hand chin thing again. Damn it! All right. Well, anyways, no, I think it'd be a good like. That wouldn't be a. Deal it wouldn't breaker. be a deal breaker to okay. me because here's the thing: I've done way worse in front of you already, and it hasn't been a deal breaker. I feel. Uh, no, I agree. Like, and if anyone's going to do anything horrible, it's going to be me doing it in front of you. Yeah, I don't think I would have an all-night sex marathon in I front mean, of you. I may or may not wake up in the middle of the night and just start <laughs> the slow clap again. But outside of that, you know, I really wouldn't I really wouldn't care. You probably know more about this story than I do, but Bon Appetit is obsessed with DC. Earlier this month, three DC restaurants made the National Food Magazine's Woo. list of top fi- 50 finalists for America's Best New Restaurants. And then August 10th, just last week, they awarded its Restaurant City of the Year title to DC. Ding, ding, ding. And on that top list of the 50 best restaurants, DC based Bad Saint was actually number two on the best new restaurants in there the country. There you go. That is fantastic. That is amazing, man. I it's That's well, have huge you for been us. there? Have you been there? Uh yes. You have. It's yeah. a twenty four seat walk in only Filipino restaurant which opened last September in Columbia Heights. They say their wait can be anywhere from two to three hours. Um to get we in. went one time I went with a group of four and we all got denied. It was me and like the 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 the, the PR girls that we all hang out with. Oh okay. Okay. Right, and we got denied for, t- but since Why I live kind of in the denied? Too because many people? too many people, they were like, "There's not going to be enough time, and the kitchen's going to close by the time you guys get seated." Oh. So what I've done beforehand is because I live in the neighborhood, I'll just go solo. 
they have a bar si- situation well, no, just, that you can like, sit at? It's, just, it's, it's all kind of, I mean, it's really tight. You know what I mean? Okay. So even if you're seating ta- of three people, you could be sitting in a line next to each other. Oh, my God. I and so, so I just, if you're go. alone, there's always time. Like, that's why I've gotten into all the big restaurants. People wonder how I've gotten in. I was like, well, I'll offer. Like, when I got into mini bar, I literally just put my name down. I told them, I was like, whenever anyone cancels. Okay, this was okay. mini bar was on its heyday, right? Whenever anyone cancels, just call me. I live in, I live in the city. I'll be there that night. Or like with, you know, any big restaurants in New York, I just go solo. Because there's always find a way to get you in. You know, you'll always find a way in if you're solo. Really? That's a secret? sneak you in there or someone's going to cancel. We're like, if you're a group of two, okay, well, there's probably not an extra seat. But think about it. If you have three people, you know, at a bar, there's an extra seat there. That if they're reserving for it, that means it's not being reserved because who's reserving a table for one? Um, Sammy, and this is another interesting thing about Sammy. Sammy's knowledge of food and just like and alcohol and food experiences is enormous and do you know who's running bad saint i don't know anything about the chef oh, or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. You do. um hold on it's chef tom i don't know anything about their history if they i gotta think of his name off the top of my head i forgot it but... i just i'm amazed dc now one of the top destination spots so if you're listening from our podcast and you're in uh, texas or la or kansas city or missouri wherever you're listening tom tom kunanan Tom Coon and I. Yeah. Did he own it? It's like him and his mom. It's fucking fantastic. That's amazing. I mean, it's great. Like, they had this cool little sweet potato shrimp fritter thing that, I mean, that's what yeah, that's everyone raves about. Famous, yeah. So, but I mean, I had a bunch of good stuff there. It was good. Oh, I can't wait to go. But it's like, you know, Phil- I think also it helps too is like Filipino food and a lot of these countries like Malaysian food, Filipino food, you know, uh, Pakistani food. People think they're always, oh, well, it must be just like Japanese or it must be like, you know, like Thai. But it's not. Like, they're so distinct, but they're in the middle of these almost melting pots, you know, where they have all these weird influences that it's something that you've never had before, and it's phenomenal. Oh, so good. So, anyway, Bad Saint, if you've been there, I'm I Or any restaurant too. in D.C. now, man, we're kicking ass. I know. And we got our Michelin Guide coming out, too, soon. Right. It's finally got a Michelin star rate, or it's going no, to have a Michelin We're going to have a Michelin guide, yeah. We're going to be the third city in the United States, with a Mich- or fourth city in the United States with a Michelin guide. Huge here. This story is so strange and super sad. Out of Florida, the 19-year-old Florida State University fraternity brother is now allegedly accused of using the drug Flocka and then killing two people and eating part of one of their faces off. Austin Haroff initially gave police a fake name, allegedly stabbed a married couple to death on Monday and was found trying to bite off chunks of the man's face. Um, the story is just, the details of this are absolutely crazy. Uh, when police finally did arrive, they shot him with a taser. That didn't work. Another deputy got there, two deputies, and they engaged the suspect. And Wait, said, so he was eating the man's face and they just used a taser on him? Well, I said the same thing. I heard, I read this story. I'm reading this story right from the Washington Post. Me? They shot someone who was having I, their hands up. Just like I was said the same thing. I thought to myself, "My God, they shoot everybody else, and this is a kid sitting there eating the guy's eating, face he off, was fucking eating the man's face." Give him one warning. Stop, and then just shoot. I'm, so why they the did fuck not give him a shoot. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. It took four police officers to finally detain the kid. Uh, the 19-year-old college student. He'd also stabbed a neighbor. The neighbor was the one that was able to escape and call 911. The craziest part about this is the deceased couple are John Joseph Stevens III, 59, and 53-year-old Michelle Karen Mishkan, who were neighbors, a very loving couple. They had actually sat in their garage with the garage doors open. They were just sitting there having a beer when Haroff came up and started to talk to the couple, but then just all of a sudden began stabbing them. He carried a switchblade knife on him, 
and they say that he exhibited superhuman strength when police finally got there. They sustained incredible trauma. The neighbor heard the screams, came over. Then this kid starts stabbing the neighbor, but the neighbor was able to escape, call 911. The neighbor is expected to survive and be okay. What? Police say they have not determined a motive for the attack, but it looks like the college student didn't know this couple at all. Ugh. So crazy. So my understanding of Flocka mm-hmm. is that basically it's like bath salts, but with added stuff, like even more. It's like, I mean, from what I've gathered, is because people, all these synthetic drugs, right, they start off as like bath salts, okay? And then they were the synthetic marijuana, right? Like K2 and stuff like that, okay? All that shit, it's synthetic items. You know what I mean? God. At least if you're doing, as crazy as this sounds, at least if you're doing fucking cocaine or even heroin, at least it's coming from something. There's a lot of shit that goes into it. You're right. But at least it's coming from that's not going to like, I mean... It's not going to fuck you. These are psychos. Like, these are psychotic drugs. Like, these people go ape shit off this. It's like a mix of PCP and bath salts. Incredible. Smoke weed, kids. I don't know the better way to say it. Like, it's crazy because, like, if you think about it, he was smoking this because marijuana is illegal. I know. You know? And so had he just smoked a joint... Right? How do you just smoke a marijuana cigarette, as people like to call it? Okay. <laughs> I and, call it that. Okay. He would have gotten high. He would have eaten some Subway, maybe eaten all of his chips, not left any for tomorrow morning, and boom, passed out. Instead, because he's afraid of getting busted with an illegal drug, a Schedule One drug, by the way, he sat there and he's smoking the synthetic weed shit going fucking crazy and stabbing people. Like, and I've seen kids in my neighborhood. Like, I've seen people, and you can tell when they're on it because they are zombies. They literally walk around looking like oh zombies, God. and then they'll just have these know. manic outbursts, and you're like, holy shit. And there's so nothing you scary. can do. Like, there's nothing you can do. And it's because, because people, it's frying their brain. It's not just something that's turning off receptors for a little bit. It's literally frying their brain. It's eating away at their brain. You don't think that these kids probably have already smoked weed, but then want a greater high? It's not about that. There is nothing like that, because they're doing it because it's legal. Weed is illegal. Okay. For instance, I get caught with this, Sarah. They're going to test it. They're going to be like, well, it's not technically a drug because they constantly are changing the formulas uh. and constantly changing them so that way whenever they ban a substance that was in it, they take that substance out, put something else in there that can replace it or somehow tweak it to make it different. Wow. Right? And so I can have that on me and I can't get arrested. Right? I'm taking drug tests. Okay? So I'm on papers. Right? Okay? Yeah. I got to take a drug test every week. I can smoke that fake weed. And, yeah, it's getting you high, but it's not getting you the same high. It's making you kind of, uh, but it's just getting you out there, you know? And if you smoke too much, people go fucking crazy like this. But Amazing. to say it's a gateway, like to say that marijuana is a gateway into that, they're looking for a high. No, they're looking for a way to still have marijuana without the punishment. Yikes. Wow. Like, you, that's you, it. And people don't want to sit there, but that's what it is, man. These kids, honestly, if they had weed available, they would just probably smoke some weed, get high, Fall asleep while watching a movie. The DEA needs to hire you. I the swear. The DEA is never going to hire me because they just released <laughs> something yesterday saying that they continue that they're going to continue know, to you, keep you marijuana me. illegal because quote unquote you'll get arrested for it if you have it. That's why they're like they're it's so ass backwards you right have now. Great points. I told you one time that I went on a date with a girl who told me that she actually works for the DEA and I <laughs> nixed that so hard. Well, yeah. I mean, for you, you'd have to, like, see if they actually wanted to hire you or you need to be running from them. I mean, there's no real in-between for you. But anyway, I just find that story. It's like, oh, my God. And the kid, by the way. Oh. 
Mm. It's super sad. I'm sure once he realizes what's happened, it's just going to be a hot mess. Um, a couple of people I want to say hello to. Kelsey from our live show, Sarah Kay, and her fiancé, Jay, were so sweet. I wanted to just say thank you guys so oh, much Oh, I stopped Jay on Facebook. Oh, you did? Good. Yeah, yeah. See, that's my new thing. Sarah, I noticed that what you do and how you try to, like, really bond with people that, you know, listen to the show or write about the show... As you comment on their wall, you write happy birthday to all these random people. Yeah, try and I've decided that I'm going to one-up you now because I want to do it better. (laughs) And so I've actually started stalking individuals on Facebook that I don't know. But if they listen to the show, I see they follow me or I see they type something about the Hey Frage podcast, boom. I go through, I start liking pictures from years ago, start (laughs) commenting on stuff. Like, I get creepy. All right, well, fine. I'll think of a one-up. No problem. I get creepy. I follow their company on Twitter. Oh, so that's what you did with Jay? Do you follow like what he does and everything? I follow where he works, yeah. Um, I also want to say hello. We want to say hi to Jennifer. Um, thank you so much for listening. Evan. Evan is going to be coming in. And then Amber. I also, Amber wanted to shout out. She was going on a road trip down to Kentucky a couple of weeks ago. She'd met a woman online. Um, they ended up having some FaceTime conversations, many, by the way, and ended up having a romantic relationship and then spent a, deal, a great deal of time together. But Amber, fast forward, had to move back here. This was a couple years ago. And they've been keeping up a long distance relationship which at times has been stressful so amber says it's a complex relationship and she listened to our podcast the entire drive down amber we are in love with you i want an update on the girlfriend she was going back to kind of see if things were going to work out between mm-hmm. amber and the girlfriend so i'm dying to know what happened what well could they because they the long distance was kind of killing their relationship so she was going back to spend some time with her to see like is this going to work? Should you move to the D.C. area? Should I move to Kentucky? Like, I want to know what's happening. Honestly? Yeah. Why would you move to Kentucky? <laughs> because maybe it's love that brought them there, and they need to. I've just already lost too many friends to Kentucky recently. You have? Well, That's a random spot. I know. My friends are moving to Kentucky. It's weird. Um, I hope this doesn't creep you out too much, but would you have sex with a woman who was wearing a tampon during relations and that would stop any sort of um, flow, if you will? Mm. Because this is actually a real company. It's called Flex. And it's a, it promises, quote, a tampon-like device that you can wear while you're having during relations that'll make things a little bit more... Um, is it like a diaphragm? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Really? Like it's kind of like something you just kind of... Like a little cup that you put up there. That and it will kind of help you, uh, let's just say, make things like a little bit maybe less traumatic. Less, I mean, I mean yes. I've had some <laughs> tra- traumatic experiences in that. We situation. know. Um, I mean, I guess. But I feel like, you know... When I remember being in relationships, I feel like that was, like, my favorite week sometimes. Really? Yeah, because that meant, you know, they had to figure out other ways to... (laughs) Okay. You know, and that's what I really looked forward to. I was like, oh, it's been three weeks. Hell yeah. Well, this is what surprised me. Flex has already raised $1 million in funding in just a month. Wow. I know. I mean... I didn't think there were that many people that wanted a solution for period sex, but apparently they do. It's going to be $3.95. Oh, sorry. It, um, oh, you can actually buy a subscription to it. Flex, um, so once it, it becomes more... you every month? Yeah. Once it becomes more widely available, you can order an online sample for $3.95 in shipping and handling or pre-order a subscription of $15 a month, and then every month they'll send you something else. They send you five? Or they send you like four? Five. Or three of them. How many do you get every month? No, you'd get like... I think you'd, I get a pa- you'd get a pack because you'd use it once every time. So, yeah. You so, you could say it's like a condom. You use it and you throw it away, right? Right, 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 right. I mean, that's got to be... Do you really want to... Never mind. I'm not even going to ask the questions. <laughs> um, 
I, I think it's an. I just. It's amazing what products people come up with. I mean, at three ninety nine, that's pretty cheap, all right. I guess. I just thought that was super fascinating. I was like, really? I mean, at this point, if you're buying like condoms at a gas station, and you're buying that, that's like you know six dollars just for thirty minutes. Oh, that's like too much for you? No, no, no. I'm just trying to average it out in my head right now. <laughs> Hey, I just am so surprised. There's a huge demand for it, obviously, that I didn't even think about. Um, I do want to get to this story about why you think white people won't post about race. Um, but before I do that, there's so many stories. Do you want Do you want to talk about, or you want me to save it? Pick Pick from these stories. You want to talk about the ten, the ten jobs that are dating deal breakers? Ooh, okay. Did you realize this that helmet splaining is a real thing, and that bicyclists do not want you to comment on their helmets? Who knew that? Did anyone know that? I had no I bet, idea. I bet a bicyclist made it up. I had no idea that that was real. Or that uh, going into the woods and getting mosquito, mosquito bites is part of a real competition called the Tastiest Girl. Oh, I've actually I read that article, and that is disgusting. <laughs> okay, let's... Yeah, let's do that I'm one. Like, that one's disgusting. This is so bizarre. This is out of Russia. Hey, all right, Russians. Um, they actually have a competition called the Tastiest Girl. It's where women will go into the trees, go into the woods, and see who can get the most amount of mosquito or bug bites in a certain amount of time, and you actually win a prize. Uh, I don't, honestly, it's just, this is crazy. People will dress up like bugs. It's called the Russian Mosquito Festival. It happens each summer, according to the Associated Press. The prize, though, is not really anything that amazing except for a ceramic cup, which basically commemorates that you that's were awesome. the tastiest girl. That's a great ceramic cup, though, Sarah. Think about all the tea you can drink out of it. In 2013, the winner collected more than 100 mosquito bites, according to the BBC. It usually happens when there's hot and dry weather, kind of a mix, and mosquitoes are at their highest point of breeding. Um, And then you you stand in different areas and get bit by a mosquito. Is that not crazy? Well, I found out yesterday that I'm immune to mosquito bites. How did you find that out? Because of the thing, I always am out with my friends, and they're always, like, spraying that shit everywhere, and they're spraying themselves down, or we'll be out, and they get bit constantly, right? I walk back in, and I have nothing. Like, never anything. Like, maybe I'll see a mosquito land on my arm, and they'll just walk around a bit, and they'll fly off. Like, they think I'm a tree. Like, they don't bite me at all. And I've been trying to do research on it, and I can't, you know, and I've... The only information I've found out is that my odor is not attractive to mosquitoes. Interesting. But... I can see that. I think there's more to it. I think, you know, my blood's just so toxic that it's like, you know... I can see your odor being... It's like Everclear. <laughs> you just can't drink it straight. You know what I mean? You got you to chase them. Yeah, you're yeah, like, it. ah. And they don't have chasers on them because they're mosquitoes. They're too small. Oh, my God. I thought that story was so crazy. I was like, oh, my God. That's a legit thing. Um, also, were you a big fan of NeverEnding Story? Um, yeah, with a flying dog. Are you kidding me? Well, it's coming back to movie theaters. Really? Mm-hmm. Like the original one? Or the, yeah. are they having a new no, shitty one? No, the original one. one. September 4th through the 7th in movie theaters across the country. Oh, that's awesome. You can already buy tickets. Really? Are you going to go? Fathomevents.com. No, probably not. What? I mean, you can get them on Netflix. Why do I want to go see the theater? Tons of locations in California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia. Um, let me look. Oh, lots of ones in Kentucky. If you're in um, Fayetteville Mall in Lexington, Kentucky, Louisville's got showings. But then there's also ones that are closer. Maryland, Baltimore, White Marsh. Hey, man, there the, you go. Okay, the okay. There. Columbia Mall in Columbia, Mary, uh, Maryland has a showing. Frederick Stadium. Oh, sorry. Westview Stadium in Frederick, Maryland. Also, say, they're having at a stadium in Frederick. Uh, they love that. They're showing this place this everywhere. Gambrels, Hagerstown, Hanover, 
Uh, you can get you can see it there. Also in D.C., Gallery Place, if you live in the district or you want to come in and see it there. I'm looking in Virginia, too. Texas, VA. VA has You should tons. go. You should dress like Falcor. <laughs> like the dog. You should dress like him. Falcor the Luck Dragon, isn't that his name? What was his name? Wasn't that it? Well, I'm sure people will be dressed like that, so I probably should consider You it. should. Oh, my God. Or you can go as the little boy, which will actually look more like the little boy. Actually, <laughs> hold on a second. Freeze right there. I'll freeze. I'll tell you where you can watch it in Virginia. Alexandria, Bristol, Lynchburg, McLean, Dulles at the Dulles Town Center. Uh, Roanoke, Springfield, Virginia Beach. You can also... so. Looks like uh, Alexandria would be the closest one for us. Let me see. I right, want to see if I me. look Open like the little mouth. boy from Look to the right. Look, you look just like him. Oh my god! You do look like the boy in Neverending Story, Sarah. Oh my god! You look I like kind of look like you him. You look like him. That's fantastic. Oh my god! I sort of do. Oh, I didn't realize I was among a celebrity. Oh. You should go. Look, okay. If you go dressed as the what little it? boy, I'll go dressed as Falcor the, the dragon. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll okay. Do, I mean, what am I going to have to do? Get a t-shirt and a pair of old jeans? Uh, and throw a bunch of mud on your face so that you can do the rain scene, too. Okay. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, gotta re- I, do, should, I should go see the movie because I haven't seen the movie in years. It's, have you? I've seen it recently, and here's the thing. It's not that good? It's really slow. <laughs> like, as an adult, you watch that, and especially now with, like, you know, modern movies and how fast they are and, and all the action and everything, you'll watch that and you go... Holy shit, this is a really good story, but it's really fucking slow. Real? Oh, yeah. forget it. I have no attention span now. None. Uh, yeah, that thing. so you, hard for me. I'm trying to get through the movie Ronin, which is like Ronin? Robert with Robert De Niro. So painful to get through. Yeah. It's like, And it, it has supposed to be an action movie, but it was like made in the 90s. It's just a bunch of car chases. I can't even get through that. The, the only movie recently, have you ever watched the movie Sneakers Sarah, with last, Robert Redford? The last movie I saw was <laughs> Avatar, okay? <laughs> Ever? Actually, I lied. It was Star Wars, and before that was Avatar. I don't watch movies. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm you horrible and I with movies. Are a lot of like we'll watch a lot of documentaries. Yeah, but I I have tried to watch movies with Dan, and it's I can't. Sneakers was so good. I tried to watch part of Spotlight because it was on Netflix. Spotlight's amazing. You haven't watched that? I just watched like 20 minutes and I fell asleep. You couldn't get through Spotlight. But I had great dreams because Mark Ruffalo. Mm-mm-mm. That He's not even that attractive in that movie. Fuck you. What are you talking about? That's Mark Ruffalo you're speaking of. Man's dreamy. Hey. And he's so smart. He's in real life, but not... In that know. movie he is, too. Okay. Well, Super <laughs> dreams. Whatever you say. Um, during our... Okay, so when we had our live show last Saturday, we went and had a drink, Sammy and Teddy Beats and Sarah Clayton and Dan, you know, before the show, just to kind of, like, chill out and relax. And I finally feel like I can drink now during the shows because I, I kind of know what's going to happen during the shows. Mm-hmm. And I, I trust you that you're going to, like, be an improv- be the, improvisational I'll, person. Like that I'll have the safety net set up already? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go to drink, and you would had a sip of my margarita at the bar, and you were already complaining about heartburn. Yeah. Yeah. So I found the 11 foods that you need to stay away from. Oh, God, please tell me, because my heartburn is ridiculous now. Is it bad? It's so bad. Really? I don't even know what it is. How bad? It's either that or, like, if I drink any caffeine at night. Last night, I wanted to test it out one last time. I literally had one sip of a mellow yellow. I was up for, like, three hours afterwards. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, here are the ones that you're supposed to stay away from. Food okay. that's too spicy. I feel like you eat spicy that's food all That's all I the time. eat is spicy food. Life, like, what the hell am Wait, I going to eat? That's you got to start eating earlier. you got to start eating earlier. Earlier? Mm-hmm. Okay. These, and when I'm talking earlier, three hours before you go to bed. That's you need ridiculous. three hours to okay. digest. Okay, everyone in the modern world outside of the United States eats, like, at 8 o'clock at night. 
I'm not going to start eating at 5 p.m. Well, like you. Well, I think you got to because of the heartburn. No. Welcome to America. There's caffeine present. So, see, Mellow Yellow has caffeine. That's why Yeah, but that was the only caffeine I had all day. The meal is too heavy. Um, registered dietitians say that you can't have a really heavy meal, and that means rich in fiber, fats, and proteins. Considered very heavy can cause uncomfortable stomach pain. So pizza and pasta. Again, screw you, Sarah. I love that. Glass of wine. Do you have a cocktail or, or something? Right before I'm not you drinking wine, wine, but I'm drinking whiskey. Well, none of that. Too much sugar? Do you, are you a dessert person? I'm not a dessert person, no. Uh, your food isn't nutrient dense. Are you having like a salad with every meal or a salad at dinner? I had a salad dinner? for the first time in maybe two months yesterday. <laughs> It tasted really good, though. I was excited about it. Oh, my God. Um, food that gives you reflux. Any food that gives you reflux. Is there anything? Like everything, then, Sarah. It's like every damn thing. Um, some foods can trigger indigestion and discomfort, such as tomatoes, caffeine, and alcohol, among other things which can impair sleep. Um, chew gum to encourage saliva production. So she recommends, as this can help get things moving in the mouth and make onset of sleep more likely due to proper digestion. So maybe you should try having a piece of gum. Eating a piece of gum yeah. before I go to bed and yeah. I'm going to supposedly not choke to death? <laughs> well, you're not going to swallow. You're not going to be like falling asleep and eating it. Eat your dinner. Have a salad, some light rice, and something else. It's not too a fried. salad and light rice? <laughs> the hell? Well, do you want to start taking better care of your health or not? Not if it's going to sound like that. Then eat mo- Our food does not make us, quote, happy. Can't they make healthy pizza? No. Like, give me pizza. Like, I got pizza, like, last week, and I was like, you know what? I will take vegetables She's on not it. saying don't eat it. She's just saying eat it early. Ugh. I got to get to this story, and then also the guy that wrote to us wants to know if he can propose to his girlfriend this weekend without a mm, ring. Okay. Um, Pew Research said this morning that 62% of white people do not post anything about race on their social media outlets. And I feel like, did you read this article, like the reasoning they give behind it? I did I, not read that article, no. I thought the reason behind it was that they were afraid they would say the wrong thing. Okay. Okay. But in fact, white people just think that they are exempt from race and that they don't really identify strongly with the race. So that's why they stay, they, they feel like they don't have an opinion. So that's why they stay away from it. But that's terrible. But I mean, is it kind of wrong though? Yes. Don't you think? I mean, they're missing out on conversations. Yeah. But I think missing out on a conversation is different than like, I don't need my, like, I don't need the opinion of someone who's never lived through it, you know, to give it to me. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want the opinion of some old white guy telling me about how race relations have never been better in this country. Like, he doesn't understand. 60% of Facebook and Twitter users who are white said none of their social media postings ever even touched the subject. And um, they say that uh, it's either too sensitive, controversial to discuss, or they don't really identify with race relations to have a, a opinion on it. That's so... You think I'm hashtag so white? That's like I mean, the that's, whitest statement. To, I mean, because, yeah, to, to deny its existence, yeah, that's pretty yes. messed up, like, completely. And I guess I don't know why they would do that, but I think also when you look at it, like, I have friends, I was talking to my friends in Iowa, you know, one of my friends, and he was like, honestly, man, I keep on hearing the news, and it's not that bad here. And I was like, what are you saying it's not that bad here, man? We went to a, we went to a high school with three black kids, like... Clearly, you don't understand what the fuck's going on in the regular America. You well, know what I mean? That's what the scary part is. I think that's what Pew Research is saying. And that guy probably posts nothing but nothing dog but pictures and, you know, animal videos. Yeah, he likes pug butts for some reason. <laughs> it's 
that makes sense. Pew found that black social media users are more likely than white or Hispanic users to use social media to discuss race. 28% of black social media users say at least some of the things they share or post on social networking sites are about race or race relations. Okay. I think that's so bad. Uh, and I can't believe you think that I don't post about race. I feel like I'm always trying to engage in conversations. Um, and well, on this podcast, I'm always trying to. Well, I think it's, maybe I just don't realize you are. Maybe I just think it's, a, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't see it. Maybe I just don't see it. But when I think about it, like, I will post, but I never post on my own wall. Does that make sense? Because me, even because having the fair skin that I have, I haven't been treated the same as other people that I know of. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. So what I do is I get in the conversation on other people's walls. I see other people that are posting about it, and I'll chime in there, and I'll read that stuff. And that's kind of where I get my, you know, my pulse of what's going on. Like, that's what I do. Well, I'm going to start posting more about it. Like, they I don't say post that... personally because it's not about, like, it's not about what I think. But it doesn't have to be. I think what... it's about showing support for what they're thinking. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be about what you think. But I think it's saying, like, hey, it, tell me more about this. Or share a Black Lives Matter story. Or share, like, a police brutality story. I think they're saying, like, share something more about it. Even share something, repost something. People aren't doing that. 62% of white people aren't doing that. I'm fascinated by that. If you're white, I want to know why you avoid it. Because I feel like people just avoid it because they think they're going to say the wrong thing. Not because they feel like it doesn't affect them or they don't want to know more. Okay, so you're saying I should post about racism? Because I actually did have a little... Uh, yeah, what you want to post I was about? called a racist yesterday. For and what? I've, and I've been fuming about it ever since. Why? So, I walk outside my building, Okay. okay. And there's this little, you know, there's like a little entrance out front, okay? Right-hand side, left-hand side, and there's little ashtrays on either side. Okay. So I walk over. I turn to the right because that's where I naturally always turn because that's just where I always smoke, right? So I turn over there, and I see, like, a black black guy, okay? Yeah. A father with his son. Okay. I turn over. I look at my cigarette, and I go, ah, shit. And I immediately turn around, and I walk to the other side, and I light my cigarette. Because in my head, I'm thinking, you don't smoke I don't want to smoke in front of the kid because I know that smoke's going to go right in his face. Well, I'm no more than like three seconds into my cigarette when he goes, yes, son, you're going to deal with that shit a lot. People are just racist around here. And I go, I was like, what? what, what, what? And I just kind of look over and he looks, he goes, not the first time he's going to encounter this and it's not the last time, man. Thank you for a great lesson. What? And then he walked away, like, called me a racist. And I just sat there smoking my cigarette. And I was just like, well. Did you go back? Did you try and ask him? Well, that's the thing. Now I don't know because I know he clearly either lives in my building or hangs out in my building somehow. So I feel like I can find him. I just want to be like, no, dude. I wasn't avoiding you because you were black. Oh, my God. I was avoiding you because you had a four-year-old kid. And I didn't think it was appropriate for me to keep my cigarette. Which, by the way, my arms are just stubby enough that if I have my cigarette down, it's right in front of your kid's nose. Like... Oh, we've got to out find there it. doing that. Yeah, so I was called I'm a racist. I'm surprised he said that to you. Whatever. I don't know because you never know what people. I mean, unless somebody's saying something to your face, you don't know why someone. Well, the it's perception like I never right to be there. Offended. Like so, at this point, like I don't, you know, I didn't go comment about that because it's something that I was like, well, the reason that he thought that, in my opinion, the reason that he, you know, believed that I was being, is because he's probably encountered that so many times that it doesn't it doesn't surprise him anymore. You know, wow. if it had been the first time he did encounter that, he would have been like. Hey, man, did you just walk away for that? He would have confronted me. He wouldn't have just said it to me. You know what I mean? He would have confronted me about it and asked me about it. God. But because it probably happened so many... Like, I kind of felt bad for the situation. I felt bad for him. Because I was like, this sucks, man. That he just assumed that I was walking away because it probably happened so many times to him. That I was like, what the hell? And this is in Washington, D.C. 
That's amazing. Like, you know. there's nothing about you. I don't know. You're... I mean, honestly, if I was standing there with my kid and you walked away, I'd be happy. I mean, yeah, that's what I figured most people would be, especially with how I look. Like, I'm walking I mean, you out there. I'm not going to say I, I mean, have I feel like, a, oh, dear God. I have more chest hair showing than any child should ever be exposed to that's not well, their own father. And you always have giant, oversized sunglasses. I mean, you kind of look like Elton John meets. Elton John meets <laughs> Tom Jones. That's what I go for. That's my personal style. But you're never smiling. I mean, you're always really angry. And then you then you get into a vehicle with the window smashed out. I mean, if I had a child, I'd be like, okay. Exactly, right? But I guess what I should have done is just blown smoke in the kid's face. <laughs> at least that way it would have been like, look at this. I'm equally trying to kill everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways, hashtag Sammy's a racist. Oh, God. Uh, Sammy, do we have time for one more story or are yeah, we out of time? one more. Well, I, I feel like maybe we should just tell people to email us their advice about the guy who... Because I feel like it's going to be a long discussion about the guy who wants to propose to his girlfriend without a ring. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a long discussion. All right. Well, here's a, here's a couple of things we got to tell you about. So, first of all, email us. Can you propose without a, an engagement ring? Do you think most women want that? I was trying to think about it. The older I get, the less I care about... I don't even think I actually... You know what? I, I've thought about this because I don't even know if I'll ever get married. I told you my theory, what I want to do... What? I'm going to walk up to her, get on one knee, open up a ring box, and inside is going to be a receipt for an account that I made for a $10,000 college savings fund, <laughs> college savings fund for our future child. And I'm going to look at her in the eyes and be like, will you marry me? <laughs> and if she says if no. She says no, fuck that. Clearly she wasn't in it for the long run. Like, <laughs> But if she says yes, I'll be like, cool. By the way, I also went to K Jewelers. I bought you something for $35. Here you go. <laughs> okay. You know. Well, I, you know, I don't like, think that's that would what you should do. Honestly, that's it. If you really want to show that you care and you're really in it for the long haul with this person, it shouldn't be about a piece of jewelry. Open up a bank account for our future children. You know, oh, that's good too. Take and out also, a life insurance policy in both our names and get down there, and then like have me, you know, sit there and you know notarize it right in front of you as we like. Do you see yourself having a big wedding? Um, I see myself having a big wedding, depending on. Uh, it who you on marry? Who I marry, yeah. Okay. If it was me, if it's up to me, hell no. I know. But it's not going to be up to me. It's going to be up to my family, and they're Tunisians, and it's going to be a fucking seven-day wedding. Wow. Oh, my God. So we're going to have to take seven days off? Or are we going to still do the podcast? And that's even before I have sex. Do you understand that? Seven days without the sex. Seven. I mean, granted, I've gone like three years at this point, but still. That's wow. crazy. A seven-day wedding, man. All these crazy parties. you got to have like three or four dresses. You literally wake up every day, and all you do is you wipe off the makeup from the night before and start getting ready for that other for the next night. Interesting. It's a rage. Oh, I can't wait to go. I'm so excited. You gotta get ready. You gotta do the zahret. We gotta go. Oh, I can do that. All right, you gotta work on it. You gotta. You gotta. I'm not good at it either. Don't worry. But you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Oh, I can't wait. You know. Do Do you think like when your stepmom makes out the card for you guys, she'll still spell it S A M M Y? My stepmom, yeah, probably. <laughs> now you do realize this is going to be a Tunisian wedding. Like, you're gonna and you have to belly dance. Oh, oh, no like, that's problem. That's what we do. Like we don't like have regular dancing. Like no problem. I'm afraid that I'll offend your family with my belly. I get it. Most of you, you know, most of you guys just go to a class in Bethesda because it's great for your core. But this is actually how we dance in my country. Oh, oh, believe me, I'll be ready. You know. Oh, I'll probably do a choreographed belly dance. Okay, see, that's the thing. There's somebody. no, there's no choreographing. Okay, well, no problem. I can freestyle. And Dan can sit in the corner with all the men, drink whiskey, smoke cigarettes. Ay, 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 ay. 
All right, this is already becoming uh, this is already becoming offensive. So you know, what? let me just cue this right now. Okay, look, email us advice. Can you propose without a ring? Sarah S A R A H at HeyFrage dot com. Email us your feedback, a story you think we should do, also another story we're working on. Okay. Were you primarily raised by your father? Did your dad have primary custody of you? We want to talk to you, and are you willing to share your story? You can also hit us up, Sarah, at HeyForAge.com. All right, review us on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a two-star review. Review us. Wait, don't leave us a two-star review. You're right. Leave Sarah's dress a two-star review, but leave the show five. Five stars. Review us on iTunes, and we'll see you manana. Ciao.